Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christina Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have blocked their path or how they awakened. We'll be talking to surfers, psychics, and metaphysicians about meditation, healing, spirit guides, and other ascension tools you can use to catch your next wave. So if you're surfing the winds on Venus or jumping the rings on Saturn or riding a solar flare right now, this is the place on Aligned Radio where we sort it out. Planet Earth, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path. We're surfing alchemy now as we prepare for the spring equinox in March. Around the globe, seismic activity, volcanic activity, and big wave activity are all coming into play. There's been a seismic swarm that has occurred about 70 kilometers off the shore of the southwest tip of Iceland. And there's been about 40 earthquakes with magnitudes mostly between 2 and 3 that were recorded. And then in the Canary Islands, El Hierro volcano has been erupting under the water and occasionally smoking lava balloons are seen rising out of the ocean. On the sun, in the past 48 hours, formerly quiet sunspot AR-1410 has turned into a dynamo of activity, rumbling with long-duration solar flares and significantly boosting the sun's extreme ultraviolet output. And so far, it hasn't affected Earth, but you might notice some headaches. (laughs) So you can find out more about that at spaceweather.com. And in the surf, it's all about the west coast of California and Hawaii. So the North Pacific is very active right now with a complex low pressure system in the Central and East Pacific over the next couple of days. California will have extra large swell with good conditions for Northern California starting Wednesday and slightly smaller waves on Thursday and then we round it out early Tuesday next week and it's all being generated, the swell is being generated from a complex low pressure system that's currently anchored in the Gulf of Alaska and we're looking at 15 to 18 foot waves in the big wave spots. And then Hawaii is looking at double extra large swell for the rest of this week. In northern Baja, the strongest surf will be found Thursday morning in the range of 10 to 12 feet. But then early next week, it's looking pretty active, and Thursday the 16th looks probably like the best day to get your boards out there. So we're looking for really big waves in the 10 to 12 foot range, and maybe even bigger next week. So let's ride the waves of our new Ascension Psychic or Spiritual Spaces together, and we're going to share our stories. Today, I have a returning psychic surfer from Colorado, and her name's Audra Garcia. Audra is an empath, clairvoyant, and has been sharing her psychic gifts with clients around the globe for over 10 years. Audra's love for her work and her abilities to hold divine communication has let her become one of the most trusted intuitive consultants globally. The messages Audra receives, which are both profound and practical, will lead you to recognize the wonderful strength of your own inner power. Audra has worked with Doreen Virtue for years, and she's also an angel therapy practitioner. So we get ourselves in all sorts of twists and turns in this interview. So let's listen in. Hello, listeners out there. We are surfing the psychic waves with my friend, Audra Garcia. Welcome, Audra. Hey, Christina. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so glad you're surfing the psychic waves. I am so excited. I know. Audra's been reading for a really long time and counsels folks around the globe. And so, Audra, where can folks find you? I have my website, which is psychicaudra.com, and that's the best place to find me and connect with me for reading. All right. So folks out there can find Psychic Audra online. So, 
Audra, I would love to talk to you about relationships and where they're going or where you think they're going in 2012. Yeah, you know, relationships, they're so interesting, aren't they? I think what I see is like so many people get kind of stuck uh, with the image in their head of what a relationship is supposed to look like. But what I've been finding with clients is it just seems like they're really kind of opening up. The non-traditional seems to be leading. And yeah, you are you finding that too? Yeah. And you know, I can't even describe non-traditional because obviously it's not traditional. Um, right. So I guess... What I notice a lot is that uh, one partner might be working right now, the other might not be, and kind of this idea of the balance of power, or the balance of kind of who does what in the relationship is kind of all over the place. I completely like, agree with that. Yeah, it seems like the, the power is changing and also what it looks like or what I've been noticing is like people don't have to live together. They don't have to want kids. They don't have to have this, you know, nice house in the suburbs. Their desires are really way more genuine. Yeah. And I do think it's almost easier if we kind of push past all of the things that we might have grown up with or our ideas of how it should look like. It seems like we get to express express what we'd like to see in a relationship. I noticed that clients seem to be telling me that they are able to express themselves and they're kind of surprised by that. It, I think it scares them actually because it doesn't, again, match that picture that we have in our heads of like, okay, if I'm with somebody, then I have to be like this. And I think that's scary. Yeah. Or can be, can be scary. It may be unsettling is the right way to phrase that. Yeah, I, I think there's different ways to look at it. And for most folks, I think the default is just, wow, this is getting scary. <laughs> and I think actually it's just that it's new. We're getting the space to sort of play around in areas we didn't used to. Right. And doing it in a different way doesn't have to mean something bad. And I think that's where the fear comes in because you think, okay, this isn't normal. So that means we're bad, we're wrong. This person doesn't care about me or, you know, yeah. the situation wrong. And I think, I think that's where the fear gets activated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I I agree. And I do think in the past, you know, let's say 10 years ago, you could look at real defined events to say, wow, not going to go out with that person again <laughs> or whatever. Right. And uh, now it's very mutable. It is mutable. It totally is. Yeah. I've even noticed some clients who like are really in a happy relationship, but then they have these other friendships not, I don't want to imply that there's any kind of cheating going on because there isn't, but they have these other, you know, relationships, friendships, and it feels really close and there is a level of intimacy. And I think that that's kind of freaking people out too, because then they, they go into guilt, but it, it feels really guided to kind of be open to. Yeah. I guess express ourselves in sort of a new way might, might entail, you know, this kind of gray area of what what really belongs in a relationship space and what's just really a friendship. And I guess, I guess we're expanding in so many different ways now that what we used to call a friendship is a lot more, there's a lot more meat to it or something. Yes, exactly. Thank you. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. They have these friendships where there, it is more meaty. And I think then people get afraid and you know, it's, um, it's interesting to watch, but I think basically what you have to do is just really be able to check in with yourself and keep asking, is this working? Yeah. Much of us uh, compare ourselves to others and our friends 
uh, or girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever, and their relationships and what their, that landscape looks like. And so I guess where we're getting to, which is probably what we've always wanted, is that the relationships that interact with, let's say, myself is really, it's really has to do with what I prefer and I can't really compare it to what others are doing out there. Exactly that. And honestly, I feel like I'm seeing that with not only relationships, but with work, friends, everything. It it is, it does feel like it's really getting into this more authentic space, which I, saying more authentic almost sounds cliche. I hate to kind of even use that, (laughs) but it is true. I don't know if you're noticing that too with work. It's just like, wow, the same old isn't working. Yeah. Revealing your humanness seems more comforting or more comforting action to take than, and I'm saying some of these things for the first time, it seems more comfortable to me anyway to say, you know, I'd love to think about this, but I'm really tired, or I'd love to interact with this person, but I just, I'm just not feeling it right now, or I'm going to, you know, maybe change my space a little bit, or I'd like to uh, work with this bunch of people, but I'm not quite sure how to present myself yet, so I'm going to wait, and I don't think, personally, I've been that open with myself to just allow that to happen. Right, right. It is, um, it's different. There is a different... I guess I'm going to say maybe a different supportive type of energy behind us. Yeah. It feels very free. It does feel free. And I think that we're all learning how security comes from freedom as opposed to security coming from structure. Yeah. I know. I can't believe I used to think like that. Well, (laughs) right? Girl, I'm a Taurus. Believe me, structure (laughs) equals security most yeah. of the time but it it really no it's not working for me anymore either yeah speaking of a Taurus yes <clears throat> Neptune went into Pisces yeah. uh, a couple days ago beginning of February and uh, it's going to be in the sign of Pisces for 25 years 26 years something like that and I guess we experienced a little piece of this last year and then it went retrograde and then now it's back at Pisces but might be saying that wrong, but I think it's, I think I'm pretty close. Have you noticed a difference in the vibe already yet? I feel like I have. I mean, I have been having way, way, way intense dreams and I have a Pisces yeah. moon. So I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know, yeah. that Pisces energy. I feel pretty strongly, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's brought in a lot of dreams. How about you? Um, I've been uh, definitely experiencing dreams more conversational dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've noticed that I want to dream bigger, which I know Neptune and dreams and all that stuff. Right. Um, you know, that's kind of the archetype. But I noticed that I can sort of dream things a little bit bigger. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what about uh, reading clients and as we move into 2012, uh, what are you noticing? Um, you know, the big thing I'm noticing is what we've already been talking about is it just feels like, I want to say the same old comforts aren't working. People need more of what they really want and need as opposed to what's more generally accepted for everybody. Does, does that make sense? It just feels like if it doesn't really match you, you just, it, you just can't. It's almost like, yeah, can't anymore for work, for relationships, for just anything. It just, if it doesn't really match you, it's it's got to go. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can't uh, cheerlead yourself there anymore. Right. <laughs> if right. you don't want to do something, you're just not going to do it and just might as well and then do whatever is the thing. Right. And it's like your own judgment that gets you kind of knocked around in that space. Whereas if you could just give yourself the permission in the first place, like, wow, this really isn't me. Even if it's something you thought was going to be you for the rest of your life and it's not you anymore, it, it just, you, you can't do it. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. That's a good, good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that just seems to, it, it seems to be the theme with a lot of our clients, but it, it's coming through in different ways. Like I said, I like, I, I'm seeing it in relationships and work success, like people, how, how they're defining success is really shifting. <laughs> totally. Right. Totally. I see it as uh transient. Mm-hmm. More and more and more as we go into 2012 and that it's not, I'm not going to be looking at the same scenario for this person for the next five years. Right. And so I guess that's why I asked the question about like what's changing in readings is because, you know, I'm seeing a lot of short timelines and a lot of results that happen a lot sooner. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, and I think that's because people are like, oh, I ain't doing that anymore. And then it's like, boink, there's an opening and uh, you get the different results. Yeah. And manifestation is happening faster. Right. Right. Yeah. So, Audra, I'd have to ask you, psychic to psychic, if you're noticing that when you're wishing or praying for something to happen, let's say for someone else, that you are noticing a big expansion there. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. Actually, I hadn't even really thought about it. But now that you're saying that, for sure. For sure. So I'm trying to find an example. So I guess if somebody wanted, you know, somebody out there is looking for a job. It's like when I would get into this idea of like wishing them well or praying for them, or I don't even know what to call that anymore. Um, right. But these good intentions, you're sending out good intentions that it's not just the job. It's like, I want everything for them. Right. <laughs> right. It's totally true. And uh, what I've seen too is like some clients who, cause you know, I guess I'm referring to clients, even though I don't know, I, I do pray for all of them. I want everything they're calling and asking about to me. It just feels like my job to also join with them. Yeah. And manifesting it. Yeah. But I have seen people like get really big turnarounds, things that they just, you know, had been hoping for for a long time. Yeah. To that. Okay. So. A client is coming to you, let's say for, let's say from 2006 to 2011, they were calling and talking about whatever this magical thing is that they really, really wanted. Right. Have you noticed that it just sort of snuck in in 2012, that little thing they've been dying for just snuck in there? Yeah. Things have snuck in or again, their desire for it completely changed. And so it kind of snuck in in a different way. Yeah. I anticipated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I would love to come up with a new manifest, manifestation technique, but it just seems that it things just change so fast now. I mean, it's only February, and yet I feel like we've been through so many things. Oh, yeah, it's hard to believe it's February, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, this has been a kind of wild year already. So I do think that there's this, I guess, amplification of manifesting that's going on and this sort of idea of dreaming big 
seems to be floating around out there. Yeah. Dreaming big for others. Yeah, I love that you even brought that up because now my mind is kind of racing like, oh, yeah, because even in thinking about friends who like need this one thing. Yeah, you're right. I've been just focusing on them having everything. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. E- I didn't even realize that that was happening. But you're right. That's why we have to talk about it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much happens. It's and you know it's only been a, a couple of weeks since this new year, and you know we'll we'll get into equinox in March sometime. So we're coming up on, again on another sort of influx of of light, cosmic light. Right. And you know, so much happens in a day. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So much of it happens in a day. It is interesting. Yeah. To think about that. This can be about four or five days within one day. It really feels like it. <laughs> in a good way. I think in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. So if folks are thinking about February <laughs> with a big sigh, <laughs> yeah, things have been moving along at sort of a steady pace for them. What would you sort of recommend how to move things forward? Like, let's say they want maybe a new place of work or new new people around them or just, you know, a new relationship. What would you suggest? Well, you know what I've, I've been noticing is that the affirmations aren't enough or just, the, um, I think we're all kind of affirmationed out, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've been doing it and working it and it's like, ugh. Um, but it feels like it's it's got to be more than that. It's got to have that emotional amplifier or that emotional burst of energy with it. So I think the more you focus on like what you want your experience to be as opposed to creating an outcome, the yeah. better your results. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, even for example, like we were just saying a minute ago, uh, I had a client who was who had been looking for a better job for a long time and was getting pretty frustrated. But you know, we kept getting like all he needed to do was just like sit outside for a few minutes, feel happy, <laughs> which I know sounds almost silly, but it. As soon as he was doing that for like a week, he got this job that he had been wanting and trying to get for over a year. Yeah. And there was no magic formula except just sitting outside and feeling good. Yeah, which it sounds kind of like, <laughs> it okay. It sounds funny, but right. I think it's that simple. I mean, if, you know, he had universe... done a couple other things to get himself in a better position emotionally, internally. So it was easier to get into that, like, feeling good space. And I think getting into that feeling good space can be difficult, especially when you've got a lot of challenges going on or it, look, if nothing that felt good before is working, if your same old tricks aren't working, it can be really difficult to feel good because it's like, oh my God, here's all this change. These people are leaving my life or my work situation's changing. How am I supposed to feel happy and all this kind of craziness? But it is that just that little moment of like kind of dropping in. Yeah. Remembering who you are, remembering your connection and being like, oh yeah, even if you, it's you remembering a time when you were happy before and maybe you're not happy at this particular moment, but I think that is what manifests. That's what attracts it in faster than anything. Yeah, I agree. I think that emotional element is really the key thing for this next month, especially right. I'm grabbing the calendar right here. Isn't it new moon in uh, Pisces as well? Yeah, Pisces, new moon in Pisces at the end of February. I mean, I think you got to feel it. Yeah, 
feeling it's just going to be easier to just be one with the feelings and just not fight them anymore i think right. a lot of us have tried to fight our way there either you know fighting our way into feeling better <laughs> right <laughs> and and obviously that's not the best approach right um but yeah i i find that that concentrating on kind of keeping um keeping the feelings throughout the day in a certain sort of range and if i keep doing whatever that thing is i do to sort of power up then it's like i'm just sort of building on an energy throughout the day instead of and keeping that energy within me right yeah that's actually what i meant kind of like by just that guy sitting outside yeah. which you're was powering like, up yeah it was his way of powering up so you know there's all different kinds of ways to do it it's like you got to do whatever works for you to get you to drop and the memory of feeling good if you don't have anything to feel good about at the moment yeah yeah, uh, it feels uh, exciting, though. It does. It feels like we're definitely moving into this sort of new realm that we've all been talking about for a long time. And um, it is pretty exciting. I think it's exciting. Yeah, it feels good. It feels like, again, the cliche, more authentic. Okay, so Audra, tell me about animals. Well, you know, a minute ago we were talking about dreams and stuff, and I've noticed definitely animals coming through big time in dreams and not like the, you know, sweet maybe teddy bears, but I've been having like big snake dreams. <laughs> and they're not necessarily scary either, but I do think that there's always a message in it. And it just does feel like the animals are really trying to communicate with us to get us back into that space that so we're supported. It's okay. And I think a lot of times there's support here that we don't recognize. That's a good point. Yeah. The snake dreams can be a little unsettling if you're afraid of snakes or anything like that. <laughs> but they're always so good. I mean, snakes are interesting, right? They're powerful. They're, they're quiet. Powerful. They have no arms and legs. Yeah. <laughs> they're quiet. <laughs> they're quiet. <laughs> yeah, they're stealth-like. I think it's interesting. So I don't know. I've noticed a lot of animal dreams. I think it's just an interesting way to kind of again reconnect I think so too I mean I think all these animal realms have something different to teach us I don't think we've heard the whole story for example about snakes or about dolphins I or about turtles I completely agree I think most of us are really just like I want to say the hamster in the wheel to use another yeah. animal but it's easy right we have life and we have deadlines and responsibilities so we get in this kind of rhythm with our life and um, sometimes we don't even really notice what's showing up but I do feel like the animals are a great way for spirit to give us more information about what's going on so like you know when the bunnies run across the street in front of you I think there's always a message with that yeah definitely and the, you know they'll be everywhere you can turn on TV and it suddenly they'll be like bunny day <laughs> every ad is a bunny <laughs> Well, of course, it's, you know, we're coming up on spring. Eventually. Especially, yeah. And especially if you have kids who like Animal Planet. <laughs> yeah, that probably <clears throat> helps. Then it's like Cheetah Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got some great shows on there. So what about psychic tools? Like, are you noticing you're playing around with a new set of tools lately? Oh, that's a great question. You know, uh, 
it's okay. This actually is a little bit embarrassing because I've been like, oh, it's all new. The same old tricks don't work. But I think for me personally, I've noticed as far as the psychic tools go that I had gotten maybe so accustomed to using them that I kind of forgot about them, you know? And I actually feel like I've been getting rejuvenated or um, back in touch with some old tools that I had forgotten about. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I really like working with St. Germain. Do you work with him too? Every once in a while, yeah. Mm. yeah. Th- that was something that I, you know, I used to work with him so much and I kind of, I mean, I guess maybe I forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, sorry, dude. I know. Got sidetracked. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but he's definitely been somebody who I've been relying on a lot lately. Yeah, definitely. I think there's... I guess a movement to kind of circle back to uh, looking at energy again, either, you know, looking at animals and what they might be able to teach us in a different way or something we didn't know before. And and certainly with psychic tools, I I do notice that um, for me, the Merkaba, which is kind of a St. Germain thing, and looking at that energy and spirals and sacred geometry has been coming up again. <laughs> oh, you're right. Actually, I've been noticing too. Like, you know, I usually do like um, light bubbles, like different color bubbles around myself. Yeah, I, I've been doing that a little differently instead, just noticing a big circle around me and like, what am I calling into the circle? Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot more of that rainbow light to be playing with lately. And uh, lots of folks are talking about this now, but I just think that um, it's just another way to connect. And across the globe, I was doing a lot of like grid work and healing work across the globe. And actually now I've been working on inside, <laughs> inside the earth. So, ooh, yeah, um, it's something that just started a couple couple weeks ago and so one part of the earth connects to another part of the earth if you just draw a line right in the center you know from one point on the outside just go right across the in the center of the earth that's so awesome it, it just seems like we've been looking at sort of the outside for a long time with meditations and stuff and certainly there's folks out there that are working on inner earth and connecting with other beings in inner earth and cities of light and all this stuff but uh, I just noticed there's a, this whole other geometry piece that I was forgetting about. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just never ends for the microcosm of the macrocosm. It doesn't. Yeah. There's so much. There's so much. And, you know, we do get caught up in the little, oh, my God, this one person said this, and now what's going to happen with this? And it's, you know, it's easy to go there, right? Mm-hmm. But there is so much more. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's like the day-to-day life conversations and then at the same time I notice I'm having these conversations about like wow it's a solar flare day (laughs) right (laughs) or Neptune's in Pisces and that'll be right next to some other conversation I was having that might be about something inconsequential you know I probably don't even need to have that part of the conversation and so I, I guess I guess maybe keep coming back to that word authentic maybe that's what we're getting to is is the things we want to talk about and uh, I guess engage with they're changing it is changing it is changing (laughs) and I think that's the exciting thing yeah creativity is changing too it totally is it totally (laughs) is because um, that 
what everybody else is doing piece that I think is shedding away. I think so too. It's interesting. We have technology now with Facebook and Twitter and so many other applications that let, that let everyone share, share their stuff, whatever that is. They're into painting one day. They're right. into psychic readings another day. If they're into, I don't know, God the next day, they could just be right out there with it. Right. It's true. It's totally true. And I think maybe, do you think that that's what's helping to get rid of some of the competition? What I have been noticing, and because it's also February and February 14th and all that stuff, um, I have been noticing that there's less competition around relationships, too. Yeah, for sure. I guess this idea of having your life together or living really well or I don't know what those things were anymore that we used to say. Yeah. I don't know what they are either, but it did seem like there was really either this was success. Yeah. And anything that wasn't this picture was not success in any way. <laughs> right. But somehow, like if you just had a job and then you had a boyfriend, that still wasn't enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't think that's true anymore. I think if you're just happy for most of your day, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> I think you're doing exceptionally well if you're happy for most of the day. Yeah. And I think that's the whole thing is we're like, oh, yeah, we can put our focus on being happy, not on, you know, having this job that everybody thinks is amazing. Yeah. I guess that outside validation is different because we we can share ourselves in so many different ways that since I guess so many other people are sort of doing that, too, it's easier to share parts of ourselves that we normally wouldn't, I guess. Well, I think maybe it's... um I don't know if this is the right word, but normalizing everybody, (laughs) right? So if you think, oh, my God, that person is so together, so this, so that, and then they're posting their gripes about, I don't know, Target or whatever (laughs) on their (laughs) Facebook page, it just changes your perception of who they are. Yeah, yeah. And then that pressure, if there was any self-imposed pressure, gets to go away. Yeah, I guess it's this normalization of, you know, we're all kind of the same. (laughs) Yeah. And different. And we're separate. Yes. And then we're not separate. Exactly. <laughs> it's like we have all those spaces all at once. And, and we get to actually see it now. Yeah. And that's the part that's so fascinating and fun. Yeah. So let's say folks out there are interested in getting a reading. Yeah. I love doing readings for people. That is my favorite thing because it's like, I think what we were just saying, you get to kind of jump into the inner world and see where maybe some core beliefs or some things they're not even recognizing are tripping them up and just help get that out of the way and shine some light on that. Yeah. I I would have to say that kind of the purpose of a psychic reading now, I think it's changed a little bit and that it's more about help me to stop thinking this thing that's been driving me nuts anyway. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the belief or the thoughts that are the issue. Actually, probably not the situation. Yes. And that's actually even what clients are saying. What, what's wrong with me? Why am I only thinking this about this or where do I need to focus on this so I can move beyond? Where I'm right. at. Right. <clears throat> and I love that. It's so fun. Yeah, I think the effects of uh, spirit to spirit communication are so much more amplified now. Yeah. 
because if that person that's let's say talking to you Audra and they're having an issue with their work life and they stop thinking that thought that maybe was a little bit negative then they go back into that workplace with this sort of different spin on it and it affects everybody else that they're going to come in contact with for the next couple of weeks absolutely so we get to see that yeah we get to see it in action and it's cool yeah <laughs> <clears throat> And it's cool because then you get to see those changes. All right. So thanks for surfing the psychic rays with us today. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Christina.